Come on. Shout out to my boy Taylor Gafford for hitting me with some new beats for my intros and outros. Thank you, buddy. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Hitters Only Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's good to talk to my people, man. I had a guest in last week, and it's cool to be back in here with just my, uh, with my folks. So, hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's powering through. We are blazing into fall, wrapping up the last couple of weeks of summer. And, you know, it's going well. It's going well. And, you know, it's really controversial, really, on when the season's starting to end. And I feel like I feel like fall really starts when, like, football starts around the 1st of September when school goes back. But really, summer officially doesn't end until, I don't know, man, sometime in October maybe, early October. I don't even know. We got in an argument about this at – at work the other day, and I was kind of arguing the seasons really start and end at different times, and they were like, that just makes no sense. They start when they start, and they end when they end. But, hey, like I said, we are absolutely blazing into fall, having a good time. Football's back on, and um, everybody's happy. We're, we're planning on vacations. We're doing things. Excitement is in the air, and I absolutely love it. I love it. So, but like I said, I'm going to have some guests uh, coming back in here soon. Got some uh, got some good guests lined up. Got Matt Braybender from Matt's Transmissions going to come on with this, uh, this coming Monday. Talk a little shop about uh, his time being on a pit crew on a team in NASCAR, being a private business owner, and all the things that he's done in his amazing life. He's a really interesting guy, a good friend of mine, so I'm excited to get Matt in here, and I just wanted to call him out on uh, this episode so I make sure that he gets in here on uh, Monday afternoon. So I'll drop that Monday night uh, for next week. And sorry I'm getting a little late uh, coming at you all this week. Uh, Just been living life, having a good time, and I'm not putting pressure on myself to – you know, put out a podcast on a certain day, you know, if I got certain things I want to do that I want to give me some content to talk about, I'm going to live a little life in between these shows. So it's all good. I'm having fun, but I'm going to go ahead and jump into the quote of the day, which would be a quote by Jack Welch, which is the CEO for a long time of General Electric. And the quote is, change before you have to. Simple enough. I like that. Um, I've been thinking about changes lately in in life and uh, just in different scenarios. I've always told people this, and this is something that my my father-in-law has always said that I always thought was uh, very true. And he said, things are always changing. And especially when you think that everything's settled in everything's normal, everything's maybe routine, everything uh, just seems to be uh, just going in the normal direction, things always change, man. Everybody's living a different life. They got different moving parts. They got different things going on, and hey, other people's lives affect other people. Um, 
and change happens. Change happens at work. Change happens in personal life, and I love it. And uh, nothing real, nothing crazy is changing in my life. I don't have some big announcement, but I've just been uh, <clears throat> thinking about that in general while I've been uh, working and hanging out. And uh, so, yeah, change before you have to. Uh, Mr. Jack Welch said that. So I like that little quote. But anyways, I'm going to jump right into it. And uh, the hitters of the week um, coming in at number one is For What It's Worth by Buffalo Springfield. That's a good little jam for y'all, an old school jam. So crank that, For What It's Worth by Buffalo Springfield. Uh, Think Like You Think by Cody Jinks. I really like that song. It kind of goes through a little bit like a story of a man. Uh, It's kind of like his wife is asking her husband, how can you act like, how can you think like you think and drink like you drink? That's one of the lines in the song. You know, it's just, uh, it's about uh, having a belief system but acting another way. So I like that song. I always have. It's a good tune in general, and I think it's got a cool meaning behind it. So y'all check that out. Think Like You Think by Cody Jinks. Um, And one of me and my wife's uh, favorite little songs by uh, Chris Stapleton and his wife, Morgan Stapleton. Uh, They did a little remix mashup of You Are My Sunshine. And it's a great song. We... um, figured it out a couple of years ago really it's uh morgan stapleton singing it for the most part he you know is on it too and it's just a really nice song i I think that song kind of hits close to everyone's heartstrings a little bit maybe your mom or your dad hey i sing that to Sonny all the time sang that to you growing up a lot and uh, they do a great version of it chris stapleton just has a way of taking a song and just mixing it up, mashing it up. And he's hard to sing along with sometimes because he just, he, he's on a different, uh, he's on a different singing pattern than everyone else. That's a good thing. I think it's really unique the way he sings. And I think he just, like his wife said, he has a beautiful way of taking a song and completely screwing it up for the better. So that's a cool thing. And, So, anyways, the Hitters of the Week, For What It's Worth by Buffalo Springfield, Think Like You Think by Cody Jinks, and You Are My Sunshine by Morgan and Christopha Stapleton. Um, Real quick, I'm just going to do a shout-out to White Horse by Chris Stapleton. Uh, That is a song that uh, my buddy Evan sent me from his new album, Higher. And that's supposed to come out sometime in November. They really haven't released the official date on that. But hey, exciting. Chris Stapleton dropping some new music. That's going to be awesome. He's, I mean, all of his, um, all of his albums have been just great at this point. So, sorry if y'all can hear Johnny over there just absolutely lapping water out of his bowl like he hasn't drank in a week. So, just... So, no rules in here. It's just me and the dogs this afternoon. The wife is out with uh, Miss Sunny at a normal, good, healthy checkup, uh, making sure she's all healthy and ready to freaking rock. And um, so I, I ran home and doing a little pod this afternoon. It's, it's uh, it, it, what is it? It's Wednesday, 
September the 20th, and I'm going to drop this today. I'm doing it this afternoon, and like I said, sorry I'm getting out a little late to y'all, but me and Pat did do a long podcast last week, so I want to give everybody time to listen to that whole thing, and I hope everybody enjoyed that. So I I, I certainly did. It was a a good time, man. Good guy. Um, Excited to go to go see him in nashville i think we might go check him out speaking of nashville me and the missus won tickets to the grand old opry my wife is absolutely killing it right now in the uh, radio contest field um i literally think no one does it anymore and that's why she wins so much she won disney on ice boom did that this past weekend and then she hit me last week and said, one tickets to the Opry. We've never been. We were super excited about going. Um, went down there, and Daddy did a little reservation at uh, the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. Talk about making a brother relapse on some healthy eating. I was in there, daggum eating everything man we uh started it off with a little um a little drink action and then we moved into the bread basket quick you know and they ask you they're like hey do you, would you like a would you like a bread basket with some butter and i'm like dad gum does james brown get down yes we want some of that bread in here bring two dishes of butter too because we like to dip our you know we like to dip i, I was dipping my bread in the butter son I don't even mess with the knife. I just, I get the crunchy part of the top and use that as my, I use the crust on the bread as my butter knife. Man. So, ate two baskets of that. A couple brews. You know, when in Rome, you got to get some mac fried mac and cheese balls. Hold the Alfredo. Hold, oh, no. Hold the marinara. Add the Alfredo. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. So, um, we ate, we ate, uh, I ate two of them and then Kaylin ate one. I was a little selfish on that. Sorry about that. And then what else did we have? Let's see. She got the, uh, fried shrimp and I got the, what did I get? I got bang, bang chicken and shrimp stir fry. Dang boy, it was good. And then we, um, we got some, uh, what do we get? Some Oreo cheesecake that we didn't get to eat because I was about to pop and we had to get up and go and get back to the Opry. But that was my first experience at the uh, macaroni, not the macaroni, God, the Cheesecake Factory. Macaroni House, whatever that restaurant is, that restaurant sucks. The one where you can draw on the table with the crayons, boo. But the Cheesecake Factory was great for a long time. Uh, I thought literally that was just like a dessert place. I didn't know they were dishing out awesome food decently priced i mean not super cheap but you're not i mean you're also not paying like 40 dollars uh an entree so it was good it was good we we had a good conversation talked about all of our younger years and because i think she said i think the last time i came here was for like a formal in high school and i got a grilled cheese and that's just despicable so we talked a lot about our younger Younger days back in high school, prom and formal, and it was good for me and the missus to sit down and have a good conversation and enjoy each other's company. And then we went to the Opry, which was cool, man. I was uh, had never been there. 
um, lived in, in around Nashville my whole life, never been. <clears throat> Kaylin had been one other time a long time ago. Definitely a nice venue. Got got church pews in there. That's kind of the seating. And man, no one else sat in our church pew. I was crunk about that. Just us two in the middle seat, five and six, no one else on the road. But boy, I will tell you, I will tell you, that place was full of them old folks. Grand old Opry. Old Grand old white Opry. That mug right there was full of just old whites, man. I mean, it was a sea of just white hair. Just white hair. <clears throat> so, you know, there wasn't really anybody too wild on the lineup. Um, man, I really should uh, I really should have had some of the artists. Of their names on there. Uh, one one girl's name was Jaylee. She was a first time. And then there was another guy on there. Let me look real quick. I don't want to. Jaylee Roberts and Chancey Williams. And Chancey Williams, actually, he uh, we did a little, I took a picture and put hit her moment out there on my Instagram. And he actually uh, reposted my uh, story. So thank you, Mr. Chancey Williams. I appreciate that he's a he is a uh, country music singer he lives out in wyoming so y'all can check uh, chancy williams music out and i really like this girl jaylee roberts it was her first time uh being at the opry apparently her dad used to be a singer and uh, she grew up in the opry as a child uh, i think she plays in a bluegrass band she had been to the opry before and played in there with her bluegrass band, but this was her solo performance. And uh, I thought she had a beautiful voice. Hey, MTSU alumni, let's go. So I really enjoyed her. Um, she just dropped a new song, and let me look and see what that was. I thought it was um, I thought it was pretty good. Something You Didn't Count On, that's what she sang, and a couple of other uh Songs and Something You Didn't Count On by Jaylee Roberts. That's the name of her new uh, album that just uh, dropped. You can find that on any streaming platform. And she had a really uh, pretty voice. Um, uh, kind of reminded me of... I don't know. She's kind of unique, I guess. Uh, she has a really a really nice uh, worship song on there. Uh, I, ho I owe him everything. So I really enjoyed... Um, her and there was another guy in there who used to play the harmonica for Johnny Cash and a couple of other legends and he was in there and we really enjoyed him and I'll, I will say that I was impressed with the Opry I was I didn't know what to expect I thought it would be very formal and very showy but it was more laid back than what I what I thought it would be you know, it is a radio show technically, so they have the on-air signs and they kind of have like a host that kind of like takes you through each guest and then kind of like does like a little mini interview with each uh, musician after they play. And I thought that was pretty cool and informative. And the, uh, the older gentleman that was playing the harmonica told a cool story about um, his weird connection with Hank Williams. And I didn't realize that Hank Williams died when he was 29 years old. So... 
that was pretty cool and just seeing and you know he didn't sing at all it was just all instrumentals and that was really cool so i was impressed we did leave at halftime because uh we had to get back to town and uh didn't want to keep the mother-in-law out here too late watching little sunny but um it was cool there was some other lot people on the lineup that looked like they were some older musicians and uh, we felt like we had seen enough, but I was I was impressed with the Opry. It was it was really nice venue, and man, it would really be a treat to go there um, if somebody like Big was playing. Like if you could catch like an Eric Church, a Luke Combs, you know anybody pretty big, that would be pretty neat to see them in there. Because there's really not a bad seat in the place. We were on the lower level towards the back, and it was nice. I, I like the lighting. I like the stage. I feel like pretty much from every seat you can see uh, the food was very accessible. They had, you know, a couple of bars set up where you could go get you a $12 beer or a $23 mixed drink. So, yeah, mm, get them tourist prices. And that's just so wild that people go to Nashville for vacations, you know. We were talking about on the way home, and I guess people, like, will go and stay at the Opry uh, Opryland Hotel, and then they'll stop it and go into the Opry, the Grand Old Opry, for a couple of shows. You know, do the Broadway deal, uh, Opry Mills, the mall, and you know, hit the Ryman and have the whole experience. And that's a vacation, but that is one expensive vacation. So, Nashville's cool. I'm glad we got to go. Glad we're back home. I like to be in Nashville, in out in out i don't like to mess around too much too much up there it's uh it's too much for me i'm a milton boy i like to keep it slow as possible and whew, all that traffic and all them people man sometimes kind of kind of freak you out but yeah so enjoyed the uh, grand old opry so if you haven't been make sure y'all check it out um and other country news <laughs> Marin morris has stepped out of country thank god I don't know anybody that likes her. I, I don't want to trash anybody. Look, I'm, it's not like she's going to listen to this show anyways. But, man, I don't really feel like she had uh, that great of a fan base in country music anyways. Not sure how she got her foot in the door in the first place. I think she had like one hit with her husband singing um, that in that weird music video. You know, she's been the social justice warrior of country music. And, um, <clears throat> you know, she just doesn't, she seems to, she thinks country music is so racist and so negative and, um, it's all about men. It's a men driven industry and all this stuff. And one of her complaints about the country music industry was this whole debacle with Jason Aldean. And she was saying people are not streaming Jason Aldean's songs, because they like his music, they're doing it out of spite, not of hate, just because they want um, try that in a small town to be number one, just to throw it back in everybody's face. I completely disagree. I've never gone and played a song or downloaded a song because I'm trying to do it out of spite. That's a weird thing to do. It's more of people maybe liked the message that he was saying, or they wanted to defend Jason Aldean. Or they felt like, um, you know, it also just brings a lot of attention to his music because he's on national headlines. And But anyways, she was throwing a big fit about that. Honestly, I think that 
she wasn't doing well. And so Marin Morris is officially moving on from country music. See you bye. Bye, Felicia. But anyways, guys, uh, it's been a fun it's been a fun uh, couple of weeks. I've uh, done a lot. Um, <clears throat> been doing a lot of footballing. Been watching a little bit of football. And that got me thinking about some football pet peeves. And most of these, I hate to say it, have been because I've been watching the Vols and the Titans play. Yeah. But one of my number one... Um, football pet peeves is not running a play on third down that sets you up to catch the ball past the first down line. So if you draw up a play, if, if, if it's third and 10 and you run a little five yard quick out where he catches the ball five yards behind the first down line, that's terrible coaching. You have to set yourself up to catch the ball past the first down line that drives me nuts the Vols and the Titans were doing that I can't stand it and I get that pet peeve from my buddy Joe that I played football with he used to always say that like why are we running plays that don't automatically set you up to get the first down and I agree Joe it drives me nuts man let's see here another pet peeve um Offsides on offense, that's always so annoying at that high of a level. Like if you're playing professional football or SEC football and you're an offensive lineman and you're just constantly being offsides, that drives me nuts. Stop it. Stop it. And also quick outs and screens. Uh, For all you football gearheads that know what that is, they don't work. The Vols are running them like crazy because they have a bad offensive line and they don't trust their quarterback but to throw the ball five or ten yards to the sideline so hopefully we can get ten yards, five yards at a time. It's driving me nuts. So, But Tennessee is terrible. They're bad. You know, the Florida thing happened last weekend. I purposely stayed home and didn't go to Disney on Ice because I wanted to watch uh, UT beat the Gators. And the Gators beat UT pretty bad. It was not a good performance. It was a huge letdown. Tennessee looked awful. Their offense looked sloppy. They were not throwing the ball down the field, which I do not understand. They were throwing quick outs, uh, running the ball up the middle, just – it looked almost – the offensive coaching almost looked intentionally bad. And I just do not understand what was happening. Yeah, Florida was scoring some points. The defense, I'm sure you could break down the mistakes they made. But ultimately, we're used to people scoring ports on us. We just score so many more points than you, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> we're just a powerhouse. We're supposed to be an po- offensive powerhouse. And, boy, we were not. We were not. So, I don't know whether to lower my expectations for Tennessee this year. I'm not sure what to think about them. You know, we we got a gimme game this week. And then I think we play South Carolina or Texas A&M. Either one. 
But I'm not, I already told my wife, I told Kaylin, I'm not going to waste my time on the Vols anymore this year. So, you know, they let me down with Florida, and they're really going to have to bring me back if I'm going to waste my Saturdays on the Big Orange. And I hate to say that, I don't want to give up that quick, but the reality is if they're going to do that every Saturday, I'm not going to let it affect my mood, and I'm not going to let it take my time. So to all the wives out there, you might get some, uh, if you're not a big football fan, you might get your husbands freed up a little bit on these coming Saturdays. Now my Titans now, they won. They won a big game against the Chargers on Sunday. It was very happy with the Titans. You know, we dropped one in week one, which was very disappointing. But, hey, we've rallied back. We got a win, and I'm excited to see him beat the Browns this Sunday because nobody likes Deshaun Watson, so we're going to get on them. We're going to get them doo-doo Browns. They ain't ready for this. They are not ready for this. So, Hopefully we'll have a big game day this Sunday. Going to get into them game day snacks. Speaking of game day snacks, if anybody's got a a good chicken buffalo dip recipe, send it to your boy. I'm trying to come up with some good game day snacks this year, something the whole family can munch on on Sunday afternoon. Maybe just not eat lunch and just have something to snack on. So some of my favorite game day snacks are uh, buffalo chicken dip, maybe a jalapeno bacon papa, maybe like a chicken wing or like a, I don't know, I like dips, you know, I like a, I like a good chip and dip combo. So y'all send me them good recipes so I can get down on these uh, Titans game days. Um, speaking of, of snacks, I did an absolutely ridiculous thing last weekend. Last um, Saturday or Sunday, I um, well, I woke up in the middle. This this happened on Sunday, so I woke up in the middle of the night Sunday night and was feeling a little nauseous. Didn't feel good. The old tummy was hurting. Don't know why. So had to go out on the couch and lay on my side and you know rally. Ended up waking up in the morning feeling okay, good enough to go to work, and I started to ponder on why maybe I wasn't feeling well, and I think it's because on Sunday, I went through an absolutely insane, uh, I had a crazy eating day, y'all. Every once in a while, we've talked about food relapses on this show, and I relapsed on on Sunday. Uh, I had to work Sunday morning, and on the way home from work, I stopped at Publix because I needed to pick some things up for the week. And I did what I should not have done. And I walked past that deli section, y'all. Woo! I did it. I started looking at them pub subs. I started looking at that them pre-wrapped snackaroos they got in the cooler behind. And what caught my eye was the glistening, hot, steamy crunchy fried chicken wings the spicy ones the 20 count in the hot and ready to go section and I knew I was doomed I tried to walk away once and this is how I justified this 
ridiculous purchase because I was like, you know, I'm going to get a pub sub. And I was like, you know, if I get a pub sub, I'm going to eat a bunch of carbs because, you know, the bread. So I better do the responsible thing and stick to the carnivore diet and just get some chicken wings. So I bought a 20 count and um, walked out of there with a big old sack of chicken wings. And, you know, you think a normal human would get home, set them on the counter, you know, wash their hands, turn the TV on, uh, make a nice little plate with a drink and sit down and uh, enjoy a meal. Not this guy. Got in the truck, hit my hit my hands with the hand sanny, and boom, started popping them wings. I ate wings leaving Publix all the way home. There's a little trail of chicken wings from the Publix on Memorial across from the VA hospital all the way out to Milton, Tennessee. Going down 96 Highway, there's a chicken wing about every mile and a half. I was just tearing them up, throwing them out the window, throwing the bones out the window. So if y'all see some uh, some dead uh, raccoons or maybe some dead possums on the side of 96 Highway, it's because they were checking them chicken wings out I was eating. Isn't that ridiculous? Just Who eats wings in their car? I was just eating one after another. It didn't matter if it was a leg or a drumstick. I was just tearing them up throwing the bone out the window that gum i'm surprised i didn't have a pack of coyotes in the, when i looked behind me when pulling in the driveway just a bunch of dogs from from last Cassis to milton just a just a whole parade of dogs running behind my truck because i'm just throwing chicken wings out anyways so by the time i got home i'd probably eaten 15 chicken wings and i was full so i didn't eat the rest of the day but that evening I uh, didn't do too hot for dinner. I ate, uh, started off, I uh, was making Sonny some little, uh, some little quesadilla pimento cheese pepperoni wraps. And, uh, you know, I made her a couple of them for lunch for the next day. So, boom, ate a couple of them. That really got me on my pimento cheese kick. So, from there, I proceeded to start dipping some corn chips in some pimento cheese. Okay, and then um, from there, I ate a pork chop, all right, so I was a little full, a little full, ate some more pimento cheese with some more tortilla chips, and then, you know, put the food up, wrap Sonny's dinner up, and then later on, well, Daddy wants a snacky poo, so what are we going to do? Daddy's going to eat a snacky poo, so I uh, popped some popcorn. So I ate a whole bowl of popcorn, and, uh, you know, that didn't cure my sweet tooth. So I mixed some yogurt, some peanut butter, and some of them crunchies in a bowl and topped myself off with that. And all that together is an absolute blender of just disgust. And no wonder my uh, stomach hurt in the middle of the night on uh, Monday morning. Absolutely ridiculous. Like I said, had a hard relapse on Sunday, uh, did better Monday, just ate nothing but basically fruit and a uh, light dinner that day, um, did well Tuesday, and I ran through my 
my binge at the Cheesecake Factory last night. But so far today, guys, we're doing well. Dinner has not arrived, but we will get there. We will get there, and we will we'll perform tonight. We're going to do well. We're going to do well. I'm going to eat something healthy, and we're going to keep it moving, guys. We're going to do good. We're going we're gonna to keep these food lapses to a minimum. Daggum. If I don't... Sorry. This daggum fly is about to get murdered in here. Jeez. You know, that, 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 that reminds me of something. Um, I was under the house. Well, Kaylin asked me to spray the house for bugs because I am the bug man around here because I refuse to pay one. And I went under the house and was spraying for bugs as I do, um, you know, a couple. I spray in the house often, but every once in a while I go actually under the house and spray for bugs. And I was, I was under the house um, killing them bugs and spiders and stuff. There was a water leak under my house that had just been slowly leaking, a little pinhole in a water pipe. And, man, that is not what you want to see when you randomly go into your house to spray for bugs. And this leak had been leaking long enough to where there was a daggum toad in there. I mean, there was toads in there. I got frogs that had moved in. I got tenants. He just said, I'm like, dang, bro. I got to fix this tomorrow. You know that. That's why I looked right at him and told him, like, this is your eviction notice. I have to fix this, buddy. I'm going to the hardware store tomorrow on my break at work. And I'm getting some shark bites, and I, I got to fix this pipe. He just looked at me. Rrap, the little Budweiser frog under there, man. But got that sucker fixed, and that was all good. And, you know, it was a blessing in disguise. You know, I'm always talking about blessings in disguise. That was one right there. Going under the house for a routine thing and found a water leak. So I could be negative about it, but I'm, I'm going to choose to be positive. So... You know, killing bugs, man, it's just one of those things that we all get violent about, you know. No one steps on a spider and is like, oh, I hated to do that. We all, like, kind of step on it and do, like, a little, like, yeah, mm, like, or, yeah, boy, you know. Or like, I don't know. Who don't get hype if you actually hit a fly? Man, if you got a fly swatter and, boom, you actually hit that mug, it, that's something to be hype about, y'all. That's what's up. If you can hit a fly, and, and I got mama an electric fly swatter, so you hit that thing and it gets a... Oh, yeah, son. That's something to get hype about. I'll be in the kitchen in there freaking... And you hit it with... Kaylin will be like, yeah, yeah. Like, what? That's what's up. Something to celebrate, man. Ah, anyways, I'm getting wild in here. <coughs> Um, what else have I been doing? Uh, went to Elena Goolsby's eighth, big eighth grade night at Rockville Middle School and watched her absolutely kill it on the volleyball court. Um, man, I, uh, texted her parents, Philip and Brittany today cause I, uh, she, you know, observing a middle school sporting event is not something that I've done in a while. Um, probably not since I was uh, doing it myself. And, you know, at that point, kids are still young. They're goofy. They're really just there having fun. 
But man, Elena Goolsby takes takes her business serious. She took um, her match very serious. Played well. They uh, won uh, both uh, the first two matches and uh, skunked Smyrna Middle. Had a big win. Elena played very well. But I texted uh, her parents and and told them that how proud I was of her for how serious and how much effort uh, and you know what she was putting into it. And that's an awesome thing, y'all. If you have a kid and they're taking their sporting events, um, their schooling and all that seriously, that's a great thing. That's going to set them up to be an absolute savage in the future. Um, Because if you're taking things like that serious now, you're going to take things in your life serious. You're going to take your job serious. You're going to take school serious. You're going to, you know, care about your relationships. And, you know, she had a big support system there. Um, you know, she had other family friends, us included, uh, aunt and uncles and cousins there to support Elena for her big eighth grade night. So you go, girl, keep doing it. I can't wait to watch you play for Rockville High. And uh, Funkle Stale is going to be in the audience cheering you on. So congratulations to you, Elena, on the big win. <coughs> so I'm uh, – Really excited for her and and their family and what they have coming up. And, you know, that got me thinking about something uh, going and doing that on Monday. uh, Because, you know, that's something that we really is not a regular thing in in our life right now. We don't attend a lot of, uh, you know, children's sporting events just because our kid doesn't play any sports yet too young. And uh, we haven't really you know, been to any of, uh, anybody else's stuff here recently, but it, that was nice to go to. Um, it was a good, uh, change of pace for us to shake up a Monday and, uh, it's good to change things up, you know, get out of your routine a little bit, uh, you know, live a balanced life, do something different. Don't be so extreme on, um, your routines like sometimes it's okay to break it up i'm a routine guy you know i like to boom 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 keep things keep all my ducks in a row but sometimes it's good to shake things up and we've done different things this week we've gone to the opry we've gone to a volleyball game you know we got other things going on towards the end of this week um we're gonna you know me and me and kaylin are about to have a a big weekend um you know uh, maybe, possibly, having a parents' night out. So it's exciting. And, um, you know, we've just been spending so much good quality time. Um, me and Sonny uh, had a great afternoon this past weekend. Kaylin was uh, busy in the house getting ready uh, for something that afternoon. So I was kind of uh, watching Sonny, and she came outside with me. And I got my big wood splitter out, and I've had some big logs back here behind my burn pit that I've been wanting to uh, split for a while. And I started splitting those logs, and she was standing there watching me. And she was playing, you know, playing in the big pile of firewood. And you might think, oh, you let your kid play with splinterly splinterly firewood? Yeah, I do. Um. And she was uh, sitting there watching me, you know, I was kind of having to work slow because I don't want a log to fall on her. And But she started to notice when I split the logs 
um, sometimes on the outside of the log, the bark falls off. And when that happens, I was picking it up in the grass and I was throwing it in my fire pit. And she started seeing me do that. So she started walking over there, picking up the, the shag pieces of bark and carrying them, putting them in the fire pit. Man, you want to talk about a proud dad. I thought that was so cool that she recognized that I was doing that. And she's one and a half, y'all. And she was literally out in the sun with me in the backyard helping me split firewood by picking up the big pieces of bark and going and putting them in the fire pit. Man, I was a proud dad. She's going to be raised right, y'all. She's going to work hard. She's going to work hard. We're going to have fun. And uh, I just love her. We had, a, we had a fun week with her last week, too. We went to the big Warren County Fair. That was great. Um, they had a little petting zoo there, which was pretty cool. She got to see, what she get to see? She got to see a camel, some pigs, some goats, of course. There was even some snakes in there. We stayed away from them. And, of course, they had their big uh, chicken area where they have all the um, chickens that are in the, you know, contest to be the best-looking chicken. And old dad here walked up to a rooster, and I don't know why, but I had to do it. I had to stick my hand, my finger, in the cage, and that rooster plucked the absolute fire out of my pointer finger. Good job, man. Don't know what you thought you were going to get out of that experience. But, anyways. But, yeah, the Warren County Fair was cool. Y'all check that out uh, when it comes around next year. It's really big. They have a lot. They have a ton of food. Desserts. An old-timey, old downtown thing with wooden buildings. They had live music. The petting zoo. They had a little playground for Sonny to run around in. And you know Daddy got some chicken on a stick before he left out of there. Kaylin got a big old corn dog. And, uh, you know, we spent $25 on a corn dog and chicken on a stick, and it was delicious. As soon as I saw that chicken and the stick come out of the fryer and they put it in the window, I was like, hey, yeah, we might actually need to get one of them. So it was good to eat some fair food. Again, avoided the funnel cake. Avoid the funnel cake, people. Don't do it. So, yeah, that was fun. Um... Really, we've just been hanging out. Kaylin's been growing some pumpkins, and they look absolutely awesome. I'm super proud of her. She has become a little pumpkin farmer. Mama's got pumpkins, so if anybody needs some pumpkins this fall, we might have some extras. And, you know, we'll price them suckers out to you. You know, maybe for, some, maybe for a small fee, you know what I mean? Maybe, a, you know, we have little pumpkins. We got the little ones like you can hold in the palm of your hand or we got bigger ones, you know. This is a new thing we've been doing. So, you know, we're pumpkin farmers. That's that's basically what I'm saying. And it's been going good. You know, uh, they're all out. They're ripe. They're ready to be picked. The sunflowers are ready. She's been uh, doing that. She picked some awesome sunflowers uh for uh, Sarah Pritchard's baby shower this past weekend. And, hey, pumpkin farming. And that got me all jacked up down there the other day when we were um, at the pumpkin patch because that's where I deer hunt. And 
Sunday afternoon, while Mama was at the baby shower, Daddy got to go and get jacked up for hunting season, which I'm pumped about. I, I'm, I'm moving my hunting blind to a new area this year. I think it's going to be a big year for me. I think Daddy's going to kill a big old bucky, and I like my setup. I bush hog down the field nice and low so them deer can come in there and graze. We might plant a little something in there, a little winter wheat, a little clover. I don't know what we're going to do, but I'm excited. I got all my deer hunting stuff set up. I'm rocked and ready to go for deer season. I can't wait. Speaking of, I think Gary, who came on previously to talk about hunting and all that, is going to come on again after hunting season to do a little recap with us. But yes, deer season is upon us, folks, and I am super excited. Super excited for deer season this year. I got skunked last year, and it's going down this year. We are going to be putting some big antlers on the ground. Let's go. But uh, anyways, y'all, I'm going to wrap this thing up. I don't want to get too long-winded. Before I go, um, I just want to say thank you to Josh and Shelly Patton. This past week, they came over and actually watched the uh, Florida game with me. And they got um, a present for me that they've been talking about. And they brought it over. And it's an awesome steel circle with my hitters only logo in it. I'm super pumped about it. It looks awesome. Josh is and, and Shelly, they're such uh, they're so giving. They're gift givers. The, they're they're thinking about you when all the time when you don't you know they he, they do stuff like this when you don't even expect it, and that's when you know someone cares about you. Um, when they randomly check in on you, when they call you. Or they hit you, and I'm, I don't need presents, you know. I'm not a, that ain't my love language. But, man, I appreciate the hell out of it, Josh and Shelly. And that's so cool that you made that. And eventually that will be a part of the studio. Um, behind me, I want to put some, you know, some daggum neon lights behind it or something cool. And uh, we'll figure that out later. But thank you all so much for my hitters only um, sign. I, I greatly appreciate it. And guys, I like let's work hard. Let's keep going. It's Wednesday. We're almost there. The weekend is right around the corner. Keep going. No one's going to stop you. Wednesday's nothing but a mid-week weekend day. Hey, your real life begins when you leave work. Have that mindset. Go hard at work, work hard, do what you're supposed to do, be a positive influence in people's life, make people look up to you because of what you do every day, and realize that ain't life. Your life starts when you leave work. That's when mine starts. I do what I have to do at work every day to uh, help support my family and make a positive difference in what I do there and make a positive difference for the people that I am around, and I enjoy that. But my life starts every day when I leave there. And be passionate about that. You might not be in a good situation. You may not like where you work. I'm blessed. I love it. But I do realize you got to be passionate about what you got going on after work. That's how you get ahead now. You can't just go to work and come home and watch TV all day, y'all. Come home, 
get stuff done, spend time with your family, be happy, and go hard till you go to bed. All right? So, again, thank y'all, everybody, for listening. Y'all can find me on Instagram at uh, Hitters Only. Find me on Facebook at Hitters Only. And uh, www.hittersonlypodcast.com for any of my content. Uh, As always, scroll down on the episode. If you want to get any information on the hitters of the day, you can find them on Apple Podcasts. Just search Staley Haynes and you'll see the hitters of the week playlist. And guys, message me if you want to be on the pod. We got some great guests coming up. I'm super excited. And we're going to keep powering towards fall. Keep doing this thing, y'all. All right. Love everybody. Hitters only out.